Welcome back to uh, Yelling at Trees, where we yell at trees. Ah! Ah! You're not an apple, you're a pear tree. Get off my lawn. But we don't sell drugs. Nope. <laughs> so if you're wanting some, are we let's talk about it some other time. <laughs> <laughs> We're not exactly holding. Yeah. We don't we don't do the the sale of controlled substances. But I mean, in life, can you really control anything? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, not really. I thought it, I think it's funny how people have changed the lingo for how they they now they just say flat out are you a cop, but they used to say are you cool are you, are you have to tell are me. you cool are you cool are you cool that's what they used to say are you cool see the problem was there were a couple of cool cops <laughs> <laughs> it threw off the whole curve through through the whole that made that line of questioning pointless like yeah and then it was I'm are you cool holding and you're are you under holding? arrest like, like what am I. Holding on to what? But I'm then, not holding anything. What, what's what's happening? But then in, occasionally you run into a guy that's uh, missing a hand or two. Yeah, he's not holding anything. If you ask him if he's holding, <laughs> he takes extreme offense. It's like, and yes, what do you need? <laughs> but anyway, uh, as is often the thing we do on Yelling at Trees, tonight we're going to talk about one of Corey's dreams. Ah, it's that time again. Yeah, which means that during this particular podcast, Corey will talk as opposed to some of the other podcasts where he just occasionally goes. Chuckle a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so what are we, uh, we, what are we talking about chuckle. tonight, Corey? So this dream I just called The Council. Oh, gosh. Because, uh, yeah. Uh, and I like that's I, like pertaining to like a group of people like having secret meetings, not like, yes. how are you feeling today? No, absolutely <laughs> like not. Like the Jedi Council. Council. <laughs> the Council. And it was a space council, so. Oh, nice. even better. So, yeah, from what I remember, because, you know, I don't always start at the beginning of the dream, but where I remember when I wake up, I start writing it. So I was in space. Mm. At first, I was running from my own survival, jumping between ships running from some group that was wanting to capture me. Uh, Wait, so like you're like in a spacesuit or something? It was more like Star-Lord suit. So like kind okay. of the leathery jacket and you're hopping around with boosters so on my boots and stuff. completely ineffective spacesuit and <laughs> yes. a mask. Yes. Got yes. it. <laughs> completely ineffective. Pretending that space is not a but powerful cool. vacuum. But I was, I was like running through big ships and like ducking under metal beams and things running from these guys who were occasionally shooting at me and dodging bullets and all these kinds of things. It all checks out. Were they, very, they like Borg or like, no, Mormons it was like, a, I don't know. Telemarketers. I mean, what were they like? I mean, <laughs> well, they were, they're all the same. So like there were a group, like a group of uh, people, Mormons, cell phones so maybe, and strong Mormons. Indian accents, <laughs> like, maybe like bounty hunters or something. Cause they were just after me, not after me and other people, just, just me, just chasing me. Um, so yeah, they were running. We were running. They, I was running. they didn't ask you about your student loan debt or if they <laughs> did you jokingly tell them they should try turning it off and turning it back on again? Because <laughs> that would be ironic. Nice. So uh, eventually, I snuck aboard That's a different how. ship, a very large ship, where they stopped chasing me. Uh, it seemed that it was some sort of safe zone or something. Uh, I was still cautious because I probably wasn't supposed to be there. 
because you know the other guys stopped following me. In You're there. bringing danger to the safe zone. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ollie, Ollie, oxygen free. So while I was hiding, uh, <laughs> I observed the crew of the ship, and it was less a crew and more of a collection of like diplomats, because they didn't perform any like ship Space duties or anything. They just talked to each other generally, and um, they were all different kinds of species. There was like one of them was like a blue kind of avatar looking one. It was like tall and slender, blue skin and space uh, monkeys. Bald and kind of cat-like facial features. Uh, nice. Another cat-like. one was kind of a kind of like a cyborg that had like a biker-looking jacket on and long hair. Uh, a human-like person in armor that was like a crusader from a fantasy game or something. And they were all starting standing on a large orange glowing circle in the biggest room of the ship. Of course. Yeah. Mm, I've had that dream. It's got to be orange. Gosh, that's a classic. I don't know how many times I've been in that situation. <laughs> yeah, Go ahead. it happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the blue one, the Avatar-looking one. Space monkey. Yeah. Or Navi, I believe, is what they call oh, that race. Gosh, uh, that's true. <laughs> they have a giant tree. Uh, I think it was a female. They, she noticed me and called out to me. Oh, yeah. She told me to come. She was all like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> You know, no, sweet thing, come on over here. Did she have like a like a southern accent or something? No. Okay. It was just, you know, a very gentle diplomatic alien kind of voice. Oh, okay. Was it was she speaking any other language or was it like English or something? It was probably another language because there were all different races and stuff, but I understood oh. it as my English. Like, oh, so it's bro. Tele- like telepathic hey, bro. Yeah, yeah, like telepathic. that. Yeah, good. <laughs> I, I'm scared of a woman actually being able to read my mind, though. That, that so she yelled at me. you from across and the room. What did you do? <laughs> she talked gently to me and oh, okay. beckoned oh. me come to the circle. Oh, hey. Yes. Oh, you been beckoned, fool. <laughs> uh, Would you call this sweet, sweet beckoning? Oh, yeah. Uh, not that sweet. Oh, just a mildly sweet beckoning. Gentle, like, was her name Becky? Like for someone who's not supposed Becky's to be the there beckoning. and scared what these people are going to do when they find me. She was just like, yeah, come on out. I see you there. You ever find yourself so, in a spaceship in the middle of nowhere being gently beckoned? <laughs> by Becky, the blue beckoner. The blue beckoner. Because so, uh, Corey she's a, has. She's a beacon of hope. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, they called me out. Uh, she told me to come to the circle, and she explained to me that they were, in fact, a council and represented different aspects such as, like, nature, family, justice, and such. Ooh. Like, the big night guy represented justice in the universe or whatever. Nice. Like, they were avatars for certain... Mm, avatars. I, I don't know. I just call ideas them aspects or, of yeah. reality or ideas, yeah. Um, Almost like a Plato, Plato's type... Uh, Ideal uh, figures, you know. I love Plato. I don't know what that is. Please oh, pl- no, explain the, a little bit. Well, there was a, in Plato's world, there was a dualism between the 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 perfect, like spiritual world, and the the not the the kind of marred and and dirty uh, physical world. And so they kind of you know what what's up there is the ideal. It's a perfect version of a human, a perfect version of a dog. It's a perfect version of every kind of thing that's in existence. And then it's represented. You know, it represents what's um, what's possible. But then what's here on earth is never quite that good. And so he always talked about the dichotomy between those two things. Okay. So, yeah. So if this was like that, these would be the representatives right. for each other. These would be things. the ideal yes. versions, yeah. Except one was like a 
crazy cyborg dude with a biker jacket. No, on, no, so, he, he sounds you know. like the Terminator. And he represents the family, right? But he had like the <laughs> long black hair. And, I don't know, maybe Drylock. I don't know, but it was crazy cyborg. Are you stuff. talking about John Travolta from that space movie where he's a giant? Uh, what was that Battlefield one called? Earth. <laughs> yes, I remember that. That you know what? If if there is an obscure, kind of so like good, that hair, but yeah, yeah, a little bit. But he had you and know he had like human face said, and cyborg eye, you know, like, yes. cyborg, not android cyborg. Yes, I got you. <laughs> right. Um, so when I went over to the circle and they were talking to me, they were like, they were super tall, like they were like two or three, like probably the size of our apartment complex. Giant space monkeys, three stories tall. They were huge. So I was like, wow, looking up at these. What's awesome you? alien things. By the way, um, what is the blue lady wearing right now? A long kind of gown. Okay. It goes pretty far down. Yes. Okay, no, there was no. <laughs> like, it, it had a tail. It was dragging. I'm just saying, like, she's not, like, you know, you're not look, looking up at her. Really I could see it. Your skirt. Get your mind out of the gutter. And then about three what foot color, higher. What color was her? <laughs> I didn't see that part. No. So. No. Her dress was, say, what was, was green. Col- Thank what was you. The, what was the color of the hem of her gown? That's all I was going to say. That's it. Okay. Gold. It was nice. white with gold. Hey, that's pretty. I like was that. it? Was it white and gold, or was it more like black and blue? No. No. It depends on she which was camera. blue. It was white and gold. No, were you looking at this in the camera, or were you seeing it in person? Because that makes person. a difference too. Okay. I don't know people. Well, I don't so. know. I probably had my weird mask thing on, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, yes. So, anyway, they told me to come into the circle. They explained to me that they're a council and represented different aspects of blah, 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 and such. She told me that they had been waiting for me and that I re- represented a different aspect, which was yet to be discovered. The undiscovered aspect. I don't know. We should, we should all take a deep breath, don't you think? No, yeah. I mean, you know, we I are in I, space. I yeah. do think I need a deep breath. Hold Ready? on. Okay. Okay. <gasps> Okay, oh, that's better. Okay. Anyway, sorry about that. We, uh, Go ahead. I do need to take a minute every once in a while. We were interrupted by this. the uh, Anchor FM. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. He lost his He told place. me that I he was. breathed the, too heavy. I represented a different aspect, which was yet to be discovered. So All blue girl, we were heading to a larger time. council yeah. for a trial of some sort to discuss matters of great importance. <laughs> in space for 20 seconds, you're in trouble. I don't know. Or I'm, well, he's already running. I'm he's just sucked with. into this council of I don't know what, talking about cosmic things. I think you remember the first part of this running dream, and you're just afraid to tell something. us what it, what got you into trouble, why they're running after you. I don't know. A lot I, of times I just find myself being chased for no, in no space. I stole the gold in football. What would I represent if I was stealing stuff? <laughs> Thievery. <laughs> Ambition. I'm from the Rogues Guild. Uh, <laughs> the Aladdin cult. The Aladdins. Yeah. So we were heading to a large... A larger yeah, council. That works. So Space I decided rats. I would go with them on this adventure and see what it's all about. Nice. So we jumped through some hyperspace, through that, like, the orange glowing circle. We warped out nice. like Galaxy Quest or something, but not covered in goo. Um, right. So, like, when we were warping, you know, you could see, oh, stars going by. <laughs> then when we landed, it was like, shoom, 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 shoom. That's exactly what stars sound like, people. Exactly. Just so you know. Stars going by very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so when uh, we stopped at a, uh, oh boy, 
Oh boy! Sorry. Is that, is, sometimes, that, is that like a restaurant where they serve hamburgers? Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta stop else. at the oh boy and get something to eat. You I know? accidentally, I accidentally pushed the keyboard at some point and typed some random letters into this. <laughs> we stopped at the Hergelfurbelger. Well, it looked like rad <laughs> space, at, but okay. We, we, so we stopped, stopped at, at the a, rad. Uh, at. We stopped at like a, a depot-looking place where we were all walked into an even larger chamber that had seats against one wall, going all the way up the wall. Oh gosh! Were there um, office supplies in this place? Because I'm a little and afraid. At the head of the era, so it was so it was kind of a big rectangular place. But you know, these were three foot, not three foot, three story tall things, and they oh, all yeah. had seats going up the okay. wall. So there was big thing wall of seats, and they were all glowing orange looking stuff. Just so like they could beam up anyway. Anywhere. Yeah. You keep getting further away from your mic, and we can't hear you when you do that. Come back to us. Hold on. Come I gotta back, hold my Corey. phone up. He's or running I can from be us on the mic at the same time. Maybe they were right. asking what your dream was, and you <laughs> ran away right in the middle of the story. That's what happened. So we walked into an even larger chamber. They all had seats one on the one side, going up the wall. Uh, at the head of the area was a very big seat, and as people sat down, in their holographic aspect would light up above their heads. So all the different beings with different stuff like time and space and nature, and there are about twenty different ones. Each one had like their own personalities and their own different races and stuff and seemed as though they were actually very smart and not like politically lined or anything. They were all like really like in tune with their aspect or whatever. Especially the guy that had nose picking is his aspect. <laughs> he was way into it. <laughs> Pick me a winner. <laughs> He's like deep into it. <clears throat> so the court was now in session to decide what would be done about an upcoming disaster. Some sort of psychic person or oracle like being walked out at the center and presented the case and I, we're all gonna die i don't remember the exact details of it i just know that it was a big deal yeah because uh yeah so they presented the case and after the they were done in the middle giant pickle all the different pickle. aspects they'd chime in and uh their aspect name would be highlighted and they would speak in turn on the matter and what should be done based on what they were representing and we uh, should pick more noses the very big Did chair he? at the end had a very Zeus-looking dude who represented judgment and was basically like the judge and the moderator of the debate, I guess. I thought you said like a knight dude represented judgment or whatever. Justice. 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 Uh, I don't yeah. know. Okay. But he was like, the he-, he was presiding over whatever we were talking about. Oh. Making the final decisions on stuff, he I was think. the presider. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was a big, like, uh, Flowing beardy looking guy with the whatever lightning bolt looking crown halo crown no like the wreath. Caesar crown wreath. thing yeah the wreath wreath yeah and like flowing white robes and stuff uh but yeah he was much bigger than everyone else too yeah take that ah uh, that's how you get to be the king baby he's <laughs> a he's the he's the giant pickle man he's so he would deal. call on each one as they chimed in to rep to present their argument or whatever you nose picker what do you think there was a strong case for just letting the disaster happen and not to intervene yeah i personally still didn't know what part of anything i represented but as he was about to make his final judgment he called on me he said that every aspect needed to be heard and i hadn't spoken a word yet so i thought about it for a few minutes and i really had no clue what i was representing and i tried my best to be impartial to the other aspect side of things uh i eventually looked up at the aspect above my head because I, I didn't even think to look at you know, what label oh, was on me. I got a label. Yeah. 
Like pizza. everybody else had something. Pizza. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> making it great. At. Wait, that's the pizza. I looked up at the one above my head. I found out that I represented humanity. So, mm. like, all of humanity, good and bad, and the emotions that come with it. Um, that's why you didn't know why you were there. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I'm just a dude, I guess. You're having uh, an existential crisis right in the middle of your speech so there. That didn't really help me decide on what to say. Because now I'm thinking, oh, I got to be impartial and good and bad and all blah, blah, blah. So um, uh, I just went with whatever I, whatever I felt in my gut. So, uh, <laughs> and then all there the was other, a disaster. All the <laughs> others, all the other. I decided to be impartial and then just went with my gut. Well, I was like, I was thinking about it really hard what I should say, because, you know, I represent all of humanity that is out there. So like I was really, I don't know, anxious about it. Um, so yeah, and all the, all the others and the judge were being very patient with me, by the way, almost like they respected me. So after a bit of <laughs> contemplation, almost, like, almost that, like that, well, they were all like these almost yeah. godly looking things. And I'm just a dude the, in a leather jacket that looks like the Star Lord. intricacies of intergalactic diplomacy are super exciting. Yeah. This is crazy. why the, the maybe, Star Wars maybe you're like more human. so fun. <laughs> maybe you were chosen because you were just more human than the rest. So after yeah, a bit of yeah. of deep deep thought contemplation, I stood up and I pressed my chime in button and I began Kill to speak all. on behalf of all humanity. <laughs> what I, is humanity? <laughs> oh wait, that's the wrong chime in. I barely got a sentence out when I woke up. No, so I didn't even get to find we out should what I was going to talk about. Animal. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably uh, wake up and go to work. Oh, I would say that your ending was anticlimactic, but your whole they story was are. anticlimactic. So, well, I don't know. I've I've never been in a, a dream that I remember that was climactic, where it actually ended the right way or had like some either good or bad result. It, it was just always just like you just, it drags on until you decide that you want to get out of here and yeah, you're, you're just comfortable with the situation. With the I was kidnapped by demons at the very end of the dream I had last night before I woke up. Oh mm. yeah, you had a fun dream. Yeah. <laughs> then you woke up in a well, white van down in the rib- down by the river. No, I woke up in my room. It's probably okay. worse. <laughs> white I figure a white van down by the river would at least have like some snacks. I don't know. Do I own the van or am I renting it? <laughs> <laughs> like, is this my van? Or is this someone else's van? And then That's you woke the up question. again. <laughs> I've woken up dream eight times. <laughs> this dream is crazy. It gets perpetually worse every time you wake up to the newer dream. Okay. So it starts out glorious and ends up, you know, you're like, hey, I'm down here with the sewer rats. All right. And they're my boss. Can I wake up now? No? No, this is it? Okay. I have had a couple dream within a dreams. Like where you wake up and then it's another dream and then... After doing something in that dream, you wake up again and it's real life. Well, if there's anything really good and satisfying in a dream... It is always short-lived. Like, you just literally go, oh, wait, I'm floating on air. This is great. Oh, it's over. You guys ever have that dream where you get a brand new toothbrush and you have to break it in? I've uh, had a couple teeth fall out no. in a dream. That That's the sucks. most relaxing dream I've ever that had. That was the least the least one, uh, least relaxing <laughs> one was when my teeth fell like, out. And ooh, when I was... cool. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. And then you have to spit. And that is why that's his microphone and not ours. <laughs> The beard. Some people actually brush like this. <laughs> you, can, you can actually hear the difference. That's scary. <laughs> anyway, this has been Yelling at Trees, and we will see you or talk to you again soon. Have a great night.
Ah, ah, yeah, oh, give off my lawn. <laughs>